0: Thank you for listening to From the Forest Podcast. It's MC2 on Curve. Just wanted to briefly talk about today Yoruba Land in the 19th Century The Wars of Change. Again, I wanted to talk about in the book, Chapter 14, Yoruba Land in the 19th Century The Wars of Change from the book, A History of the Yoruba People by S. Debenji Akintuye. Yorubaland in the 19th century, the wars of change. In the history of the Yoruba people, the 19th century was a century of tumultuous happenings, of the coming and growth of powerful new influences and of profound transformational changes, starting from the Oyo part of Yorubaland and the other Yoruba kingdoms that had been parts of the Oyo empire. Wars swept through the whole of Yoruba Land, and as they did, they set afoot a whole array of demographic, economic, social, and political developments and changes. From about the second decade of the century, Islam, which had existed in traces in Yorubaland, spread faster and wider than before. From about the middle of the century, Christian missions penetrated Yoruba land and quickly spread all over. Christianity brought with it Western education and thus inaugurated the emergence of a literate Western-educated elite. At the same time, the legal abolition and gradual demise of the Atlantic slave trade opened up a new era in which the productive economy of Yoruba land was gradually drawn into the economy of Europe and the wider world. Also, at the same time, European political influence grew, culminating at the end of the century with the imposition of European imperial rule over all Yoruba people. The present chapter will deal only with the wars and their consequences. The next chapter will focus on the other influences, developments, and changes. This approach is adopted only for the sake of simplicity, since the wars and all other developments were intricately interwoven in their courses and effects. The causes of the wars. The last chapter we already talked, gave account of the disintegration and collapse of the Oyo Empire and of the Oyo kingdom that had constituted the core of the empire. The wars generated by the process of disintegration were not merely the first wars in 19th century Yoruba history. They proved to be the precursors of the wider storms of war that came to rage all over Yoruba land. For the rest of the century, the disintegration of the Oyo Empire Kingdom destroyed the pre-existing systems of order, security, in the Yoruba Land and created a situation whereby all centers of power, old and new, had to scramble to establish new systems and patterns that would guarantee order and security. Those efforts created conflicts and wars with the Yoruba people were not able to put an end to until European powers intervened, and imposed their own system of order, security, and peace. For two full centuries prior to the 19th century, the Oyo Empire had exercised powerful influences for peace in land. But indirectly, 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 the Oyo kingdom plus the Yoruba provinces in the Oliphant's empire accounted to a very substantial part of Yoruba land. About half of its land area, and probably more than half its total population. For the two centuries, this large area under the Olofans rule enjoyed orderly government, peace, prosperity, and pride. The Oliphant's Yoruba domains were like a wide umbrella of peace and order, shielding and transmitting peace, to the rest of Yoruba land. In short, in an indirect, intangible, but very real way, the Oliphant's domain laid down the standard of order and peace and thus encourage and guarantee order and peace in the rest of Yoruba land. Directly widespread Yoruba traditions attest to the Oliphant's interventions in disputes within and between Yoruba kingdoms beyond his own domains. Interven- interventions that usually succeeded in the maintaining of restoring peace, the Oliphant's name and aura were great, and he employed them directly to uphold order and peace in the the Yoruba homeland, and therefore, in the course of the first decades of the 19th century, the Oyo empire disintegrated as also its base, the Oyo homeland, and the once-proud state of Oliphant fell into dissolution, dissolution, and major pillar of peace in the Yoruba Yoruba land crumbled. It's not difficult to imagine sort of effects that the rich disruptions and violence in the Oyo homeland would have produced in the rest of Yoruba land. Reports of terrible conflicts among princes of the Oyo country, of blasted towns, villages, of massive fights of people from their homes and their towns, of olefin after olefin, isolated and helpless in his palace while the Oyo princesses destroy their country of an obscure resident foreigner at Ilarin, taking advantage of the mess created by Oyo leaders to become a terror to the whole land of countless towns shattered before the Ilarin cavalry and of of endless crowds of destitute refugees in desperate flight for dear life. But much worse was soon to follow as the reports ceased to be merely reports. By the middle of the second decade of the century, the refugees from the Oyo country began to arrive in the rest of Yoruba land, especially in the Yoruba Middle Belt. Frightened, many of them detached from family and loved ones, destitute, having lost all the substance of their earthly labor, often made violent by desperation in the thousands, ten thousands, the well-to-do, or a highly placed Oyo citizen might be able to flee in some order, but that was beyond the overwhelming majority of poor and vulnerable folks. Their numbers increased substantially, exponentially in the two decades to follow, and probably did not be degree, decrease until the last centuries, I'm sorry, the last years of the eighteen thirties. For the people of the towns and villages to which they came, they must have been very traumatic times. At the least in one area of the Yoruba Midlands, in Aba and Owo countries, their coming turned out to be much worse than traumatic. It became unbelievably destructive. The towns and villages in those parts suddenly found themselves under vicious attacks by crowds of people too desperate to talk of accommodation or hospitality. Hospitality. The story of a man named Dado, though by no means typical, of most is illustrative of what these terrible times could do to a person. Dado was a man of some reputation and of strong military credentials from the Oyo homeland. He did his last military service as a member of the company of valiant men who determined never to stop resisting Ilarin Kept fighting in engagement after engagement until their number dwindled close to zero. Kurumi later ruled ruler of Ajay. Ijaye belonged to this company. The survivors retreated to the small town of Ika odan near Ijaye, having lost wives, children, and all earthly belongings. They had become so brutalized and collapsed by their experience that most of them were in an old mood to wait on the goodwill and hospitality of the Ika odan people, but turned their military power on their hosts so they violently seized homes, belongings, foreign wives, and turned their hosts, who would not run away, into menial servants. When they had eaten up everything available to Aka Odon and his farms, they extended their forays into Ejaye farms, and Ejiai farmers rose up, attacked their marauders, and skirmish ensued. Karumi urged his gentler, conciliatory approach but Dado denounced him and the rest of them led a small group to attack Ajayi. The people of Ajayi were driven from their farms in their town and then the holy population, the whole population, unready for war, fed the town apparently believing that they would be able to return after the their desperate guests had gone away the company then moved from Akai Odan and took possession of Ajaya Ajayi and decided to make Ajayi their permanent home with Dada as their leader and ruler so I definitely just want to talk about the Yoruba land in the 19th century the wars of change uh, well, 14th chapter in the book, A History of the Yoruba People by S. Debanji Akintoye. Again, thank you for listening to Front of the Forest podcast. Just a brief reading from that book. Again, this is mc one Kerr. Thank you for listening to Front of the Forest podcast. Good day. Peace.